Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we are joined by Sasha of Impossible Foods. Sasha, how's it going? It's going very well. Thank you so much, Walter. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm stoked to have you on today's show. Uh, we're talking about some something really, really cool that you guys are uh, have just launched. And uh, but before I get to it, I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about um, just your company. Um, for our listening audience, for those that, you know, aren't initiated um, or are unfamiliar with, um, you know, your company, tell me a little bit about it. Um, when was uh, Impossible Foods founded, and what's the mission behind the company? Um, well, we were founded about seven seven years ago um, by Pat Brown, who was a scientist, and he decided that he wanted to find a way to tackle the biggest problem um, with um, the environment, which is the raising of animals for meat. It's the most hands-down catastrophic reason for climate change that exists. But he realized, this being America, you can't tell people what they can't have. So he decided that he would make, he would find out how to make the most delicious meat he could make from plants without using animals. And so for the next six years, He and a team of uh, amazing scientists developed from plants um, our first product, which is the Impossible Burger, made from impossible ground beef. Um, And our mission is to take out all animals from the food chain, from the food uh, production system by 2035, but, but by convincing people to eat delicious meat from plants. I love it. I love it. There's, you know, kind of a miss, miss, uh, mis, you know, misnomer about, you know, just, you know, vegetarian and vegan lifestyles and people feel a lot of people that, you know, aren't familiar with, you know, the lifestyle, the healthy lifestyle change, you know, they'll say stuff like, you know, I, I would, you know, um, do that, but I just, you know, love, love my flavor, flavored foods. And it seems like if you're a vegetarian or vegan, it's like, you can't, you know, it's, a lot of people think that you have to stop enjoying food, and that's not true. I mean, there are some really creative ways to make, you know, hometown favorites or even, you know, just exotic cuisine. And um, I, I like what the, the work that you guys do. Um, tell me. Um, the, the, oh, so yeah. sorry. I was just going to tell you, you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, the thing is about um, the Impossible Burger is, I, I was always a fan of meat burgers years ago. I grew up on them as a kid, and, you know, I felt very nostalgic about about a beef burger. But these burgers, they taste so good. I'm eating, like, four or five burgers a week now, and uh, which probably isn't such a good idea. <laughs> but but they're, so, they're so delicious. They're like – and they take me back to the burgers that I used to eat as a kid. Like, that beefy taste, that's what it tastes like. And at work now, we have these taste tests where we have, you know, our newer, newer Impossible uh, product and we have, uh, you know, beef next to it. And, and you can't tell the difference. And actually, I would say that the Impossible meat is even better. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I wanted to ask you, um, what are, because um, I know that, you know, you're known for the Impossible Burger. Um, tell me about some of the other um, meats that you offer. Oh, well, at the moment, it's just the ground beef. The ground beef is our, our first product. We have plans to do other other products, but it's really the ground beef is the most consumed meat in America. So that's 
and I think the burger is is the most popular form of of ground beef. So that's why we um that's why we did it. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited to see you expand to other meats. Do you guys have um I guess a timetable on when um those will be available? Um, I I don't think we can even really say right now. But um, I, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say. <laughs> but it's um, oh, but they're they're coming, they're coming. But there's a good reason why we're called Impossible Foods, and we're not just called Impossible Burger because <laughs> more is coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm super excited. I wanted to um ask you now. I know that um your your burgers are um available in most stores. Um, where um you can find the burgers. Like so you can't actually you can't find them in stores at the moment. We um that's coming, but you will uh, you can find them in um, restaurants. So uh, the big place you can find them um, is White Castle, uh, Fat Burger, Umami, Bear Burger, um, and tons of other places. Um, but if you want to know where, you go onto the Impossible Foods website and it takes you immediately to a locator page and you can see immediately where, where you can try it. So it's in big chain places, but it's also in a lot of mom and pop restaurants. Awesome, awesome. And I know that the work you've done with uh, White Castle is actually, to me, it's groundbreaking because um, it's, it's so amazing because, you know, a lot of people feel like if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, you know, fast food is almost impossible, and you guys did something super amazing with White Castle. What was it that made you want to partner with White Castle? Oh, I mean, they're really, um, uh, they're really amazing people, White Castle, and you know they're completely owned by the same family that they they were owned by a hundred years ago, and it isn't franchised out. And they're very um, Lisa Ingram, the CEO, um, Kim, the CMO. They're all an incredibly progressive company, and they're also a company where people have worked there for a long time, which you always know is the mark of a good company when people have kind of, I think, uh, you know, people have worked there for like 12 years, 20 years. It's a it's a long-run company, and and they really wanted to do something to bring plant, uh, you know, plant-based burger into into their uh, restaurants, and and we struck up this great this great partnership, and honestly, this Impossible Slider, it's so delicious. I mean, we went to Detroit recently, and uh, none of us could stop eating it. It's <laughs> very good. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. But they're, they're great partners, and not only just for the uh, in terms of um, you know serving the boat, the slider in their restaurants, but also creatively, we we have this sort of um, you know wacky idea for the Wu Tang Clan in space eating impossible sliders and they just immediately got behind it um and and there are very few people who would have done that and and they just embraced it and it was fantastic absolutely absolutely i wanted to to go to that as well um uh but first i wanted to ask you i know that you're with white castle will there be any additional um fast food franchise chains that you the impossible burger may become available at? I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I mean, at the moment we're we're in tons of other places as well. I think White Castle is the biggest biggest chain we're in. But um, depending where you are in America, yeah, you you will find us near you. Um, 
just go onto this locator page on the website, impossiblefoods.com slash locations, and, um, and you will find, you will find where we're at. And, and more and more are coming. I think we're in nearly 3,000 restaurants across America now. Very nice, very nice. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about the Wu-Tang project. I thought that that was so cool, and um, it was really neat because that's actually how I found out about you guys um, was the work that you did with this um, project. So tell me, um, the concept of it is amazing. Um, what kind of, I guess, how did you know that this was, I guess a union just meant to be because seeing the, the episode number one, it really, they really seem like they're vested in the mission and the goal of Impossible Foods, and they really seem like they're enjoying themselves. Um, it seems like a marriage made in heaven. What was it that, I guess, led you to them and made you, I guess, aware of how good of um, spokesmen that they would be for the company? Oh, yeah. Well, basically, they, um, you know, it's impossible to, you know, we make delicious meat from plants, but because we want to help save the planet. But it's very hard to talk about the planet without um, turning people off, you know, because people do hear words like eco and sustainability. And for some reason, they just don't engage us or you hear climate change. And it's all very logical and rational and it's not emotional. And and. Really, we start to think, well, how do we get people even emotionally engaged about this? And we realize that when astronauts go into space, I think there's been like 590 people who've gone to space since the 60s. And, and they go up into space, and, and really what an astronaut does when he goes up in space is he spends most of his time looking back at Earth because he realizes how epic Earth is from space and how beautiful it is, how we're all one, how there's no divisions, no boundaries. There's, there's nothing, no conflict. There's just this amazing planet that we and all the animals and plants are part of. And we're all in it together. And, you know, we've read a lot of stuff about astronauts feeding this way. And we thought, wow, we just set something in space um, that kind of has that vibe to it. And we thought, well, actually, it's also a pretty crazy time on planet Earth right now. It's so polarized. It's all this versus that. But what happen if you put some people up into that space of oneness where they're just in the whole picture and it's not, you know, pros or cons of anything. They're just sitting up in a high enough place. And we thought, well, who could you, who could you put there? It would have to be some kind of philosopher or something. And then we were all 90s kids, and we thought, wow, there's only one group of philosophers that we really know. It's the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> so we decided we put them up there. And we thought, well, well, why don't we have like people from Earth ask them questions while they're in space? So we opened up this phone line, and we really thought like maybe we'll get like 100 questions or something. And we got, you know, over a 1,000 within about 36 hours. And... The questions were amazing. You know, people wanted to know from them, you know, what is the meaning of life? How do I stay in love with somebody? Can my dog, you know, have thoughts? They asked them everything. And and really, I can't think we all thought, wow, this is the moment everybody just, they want that kind of holistic vision. You know, I'm not sure they want this sort of uh, uh, divisiveness anymore. And and, you know, in Impossible Foods, we just care about us. The Wu-Tang can care about us. They've all been, RZA, I think, has been a vegan since the, the mid-90s. RZA is, 
is almost vegan. He sits on cheese, which a lot of vegan I slip on cheese. Um, it's the hardest thing still to give up. And Ghostface is a vegetarian, but they they really care about this stuff, and they care about what their communities are eating, and um, and so they were the perfect perfect match. Man, I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's amazing. I've seen um, the first episode, and I saw that. I think there's like two or three other episodes posted. Um, is this a limited series or will it continue? It's um, actually got three um, three more episodes are coming. And they're wow. coming every once next week. And basically they're, they're coming over a two-week period. So it's more sort of um, with a lot more questions asked and <laughs> And um, the next episode focuses on whether Mars is a good place to live or Earth. And, uh, you know, we won't really, um, probably not supposed to say, but we're, we're not very fond of Mars. We just think it's a bit silly. So, so they, uh, so it's, it's uh, yeah, it's more coming. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I just, Sasha, I want to thank you so much. Uh, this was a great interview, and I was super excited. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And I, uh, I'm super excited to just to see um, the new line of food that you guys are going to be rolling out. Uh, I'm excited to try the Impossible Burger because I've never had it. Um, and oh, you've got to go and try it. And you should try it while you're on the radio. So if people can hear you, you're the sound mate, because it, it tastes so good. I'm not joking it. Try it once, and and you won't go back to regular burgers. Okay, fair enough. I'll do that. I will definitely do that. (laughs) Well, it's so nice to meet you. Likewise, likewise. And one last time, where can our listeners find out more about Impossible Foods and purchase your burgers? So they should go to impossiblefoods.com, and immediately the website will show them where the nearest burger is to them, um, and and tons of other information. So just impossiblefoods.com. Awesome. That's super easy to remember. Thank you so much, Sasha. Oh, thank you so much. And um, and you should definitely try the White Castle slider as well because it's, it's really quite something. <laughs> okay, I sure will. I definitely will. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're Bye. Welcome. That, that was our exclusive interview with Sasha of Impossible Foods. Uh, make sure to check out the new series uh, starring Wu-Tang uh, Clan. Uh, it's a series that you guys don't want to miss. Uh, stick around. We're going to have a little bit of news from the AP right after this. Uh, thanks for listening to Witten Radio, Redefining the Cow Culture.